Hey there, hope you're doing well. Uh, when it's 55 degrees and, uh, and bright and sunny in February, even when even though there's a little bit of wind, uh, you, you don't stay in your office room, you get out and uh, you, you do a podcast, even if it's going to be a little bit noisy, so my apologies. And this is podcast number two, let's call it Dynamo series number two, right? In the last one, we talked a, a decent length about various aspects and facets of DynamoDB. Uh, that in that podcast we left off where we started to talk about the queries and the expressions and here let's pick up from where we left off there. So with DynamoDB the way you write queries is again if you don't use Particule uh, use the most standard way of writing the DynamoDB queries as I understand it the way we've been writing it as well is uh, you're going to imagine like a JSON or a hash key value pair and uh, there's lots of these options I'm going to tell you the four that come to my mind that are most important at least from what I've uh, been using the last few days key expression filter expression expression attributes expression attribute values right so with dynamo db you can you know we talked about partition key and the sort key uh, you can if you querying by the partition key and the sort key which you have to in a lot of the cases that would go under the key expression uh, the, the key is key expression and then the value is going to be the actual condition right where your name of the partition key equals whatever and then the sort key equals something else if you have if your query is going to have more than two conditions then you have no choice but to use make that part of the filter expression because dynamo has a limit on the number of conditions if you actually have to make it part of the key expression so you have to split it so if you had 10 columns in your querying by four columns it'd be two of them the partition and the sort key likely will be in the key expression and then the other columns will be in the filter expression and uh, the filter expression look like uh, you know it look something like this hash within double quotes we're using typescript so i'm going to at least in the initial version on the gateway so i'm going to give you the example hash column one equals colon column one and hash column two equals colon column two those are the bind variables right so the bind variables are not just for the values like you would have done in other sql or no sql instances you know whatever uh, here you're binding both the actual column name and the column value right and in expression attribute the third one below you're going to say hash column one and then you're going to give the name of the column let's call it location and then in expression attribute values you're going to say colon column one and you're going to give the name of the value of the column which could be like say location ashburn right and then if it's the column two is uh, restaurant or restaurant name and then your value is going to be like pot belly as an example so that's how you provide that query so now that you wrote that query up and there's other things you could do uh, you can look it up there's this there's, uh, there's more support they have for indices and whatnot possibly but but these are the four things that, that are most important in my mind so you write the query and then when you execute it you have two options one is you can actually uh, when you create the dynamodb client you can do it uh, in one of two ways i don't remember the exact uh, you know i'm not looking at the code uh, but depending on how you do it one is in a, a dynamodb client versus one is a document client right and you can look up the difference between the two but there's syntactic sugar the document client is nothing but a subset of the uh, the uh, the aws dynamo client uh, the only difference is the way you write the query and the way you extract the values is going to change so if you wrote it without the document client you would actually need to when you write the filter expression the key expression you'd actually have to use the data type like s or b or bool for boolean and whatnot along with the that bind uh, binding that you actually uh, mention in the query right in the expression I don't know why they do have that. Maybe there's a reason when you would want to use it. I started using that and we quickly switched gears to using the document client because the thing is, it, it is all right from a writing the query standpoint, but when you extract, when you run the query and get the results and you have to sort of, uh, you know, uh, unmarshal it into your, into your actual objects uh, and you have interfaces defined like in TypeScript, 
with when you use the dynamo client without the document client i couldn't tell how you could how you'd actually do the mapping between those because you need to do it the way you extract the values you need to go to the column and then do a dot s or a dot bool or something like that but that's not how your interfaces are defined so i just uh, I, I don't know how they recommend the dude or if it's even possible so i switched to using the document client which in which case the syntactic sugar so you don't need to have the data type as part of your queries or the in which case the responses will come back without those data types as well uh, and it, and then you can easily not easily but you can you know yep actually easily uh, you know unmarshal that to your object and bind and then strongly type it to the interface that you have for for those responses essentially right that's something to keep in mind and then now that you once you get the responses nothing i mean that's about it so how you structure it where you put these queries and things of the nature it's it's rather flexible i don't know if dynamodb mandates it not that any of those database any of the database do but i think in terms of design patterns and convention i haven't seen any but with the, i mean i have to say that i haven't looked for any i've just started writing it and every time i run into an error i just look up the documentation for that specific error and try to wait past it and go on so it's not like i'm doing a two day tutorial on dynamodb before i start uh, actually leveraging and using it right but between these two videos hopefully it gives you a fair enough synopsis of what dynamodb is what options you have out there how you might write these queries and then i highly recommend you write the queries you know look I mean, run them locally connect to your local dynamodb and then before you deploy the lambdas because i mean you when you deploy it takes a few minutes and uh, if you're going to run into an issue then you're going to have to make the code change and, and push it and sometimes i've seen developers do it which never hardly ever makes sense to me uh, after you write a line of code within the next i want to say like 60 seconds that's a few too many seconds to be honest with you within the next 20 seconds i would say right uh, if that you should be able to test your changes most cases probably not even that right with a lot of the react stuff it auto you know hot loads it's so you don't even have to refresh on the browser on the server side if you have hot deploy set up and sometimes you have to take some pain to getting it set up you shouldn't have to restart anything you should have to click a button type a letter do any of that stuff to to uh, seeing your changes take effect unless you're making config changes which you know those those a lot of times require a restart and you're not going to do that you do going to do that very infrequently so that's completely all right code changes make sure that you can make your changes and then you know uh, the snap of a finger you're able to actually get your uh, you know verify if your changes work or don't work so that turnaround time is extremely important for for better development productivity right um so it's not too bad it's i know it's like 14 minutes collectively these two podcasts but i think uh, i spent more than 40 minutes 14 minutes discovering the nuances and the differences so hopefully this helps you thanks a lot and then then uh, watch out for our gateway release which I feel like I keep saying it's two weeks, but I promise it's 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 we are very very close, right? Very very close. We're going to go out live, We're going to go live on AWS Marketplace and Blubber for starters, and then uh, I don't expect Rapid to be far behind, and perhaps Kong is somewhere uh, in in that uh, pipeline as well. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye bye.